Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of an adult virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't seen that meme before, had you? No, I hadn't, but... Have you actually even watched it? I've just played it through no, the speakers. No, you just did it through the speakers, and you I just heard it. this guy going, oh, what is it he says? What is well, it's, it what you, it's what you always say, isn't it? It is. Well, it's well, the well, four I, female Ghostbusters are taking over. Yeah, I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> quite good. It's quite good. Um, how you been? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm quite good. I'm quite good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Very I, good. Um, yourself? I just um, <laughs> I had to rewatch this a few different times, not because it's a bad movie. I love this movie more than anything. Yeah, I know you um, do. Shout to Chris. This is his favorite movie as well. Did you did you not know? Or one of his favorites. I mean, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Doesn't surprise. And and watching this movie, uh, like, we'll get. Are we doing the movie first? Or we do some mindless chit chat at the start. Or I don't know. Right do we have in? anything to mindlessly chit chat about? Mindlessly chit chat. My wrist's getting better, mate. Yeah. I'm Back on the old one. news. The left-handed stranger. The left-handed stranger. Do you know that? There is nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Paint the nails, mate. Treat yourself. Jesus. <laughs> but um, do you know, there's nothing worse, right, when you have a wrist injury and you're wearing a splint the whole time and it's just like, what? someone's like, oh, what did you do to your wrist? And you're like, yeah. I heard it doing this. No, it's not Furiously. through wanking. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to do that every time. Yeah. No, it's not through wanking, Grant. Yeah. Stop making that joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's the worst. <laughs> it's all the wanking that you do. <laughs> That's what Grant asked. I thought that was Maddie asking. No, you. <laughs> no, no. Maddie's not 80 yet. <laughs> Lord. No, but your impression of Addy sounds eerily similar to that. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, it does. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. It's on the mend. Yeah, it's on the mend. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing. Um, been doing a lot of wedding planning recently, which is. Oh yeah, great. you have, haven't you? Yeah, it's fine. We're not been falling out or anything, so it's been great. Don't oh, even good. know why I'd be asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just the therapy session right yeah, now. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, don't worry anything. about it. It's getting cold as well, Alex. It's getting cold in London. It is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I had to wear my wee hat the other night. Oh, you wore like a hat? I've not, I've look, not brought yeah. out any of my winter hats. Hats and scarves, not happened yet. Have scarves. upgraded to, I have upgraded to a winter jacket. All right. So that's okay. one thing. So the light autumn jacket is back in the cupboard. Is it that Undertaker's jacket you stole from the funeral we went past the other week? Is it the big one? Oh no, that one! That one I'm saving for a special occasion. Right. Okay. Fantastic. That, that's yeah. just for here. For a, for a nice roll down the hill one day. Absolutely. Remember, when we were younger, you just roll down hills. But when you were like, remember, remember the tennis court? You just roll down. To roll down. down. Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were taking, taking, taking. Because we were taking a break from holding our uh, our coats up against the wind and pretending that we were yeah. sails, yeah. harnessing the energy. Remember? Harness. Do you remember that though? Like we, we'd be yeah, like seven. Of course. I remember my mum used to go to tennis courts. There were steep hills. And we'd be like, we'll go for a wee roll. <laughs> got a concussion by you're not yeah, rolling you fast in, enough come inside for a mr freeze like an ice lolly an ice lolly and go out oh again God. remember we used to do sherbet remember those like, shots of sherbet this is just the remembering the, the, podcast the, the tubes of sherbet do you remember that did you remember the tubs of uh toxic waste oh mate don't even talk to me about those things do you know i like i remember seeing one of those about a couple of months ago and getting in a little shop somewhere and getting a small pang of excitement did you buy like, it no, no, no. Why? It's, 
Because Alex, I've, I, I just told you, I've got a wedding to plan for. I can't afford those kind you of can't luxuries. afford toxic waste. <laughs> Mate, I'm scrimping. Mate, if you're I've dinner if in three nights. If you don't have toxic waste as wedding favours, you're doing it wrong. That's actually a good idea. It's actually a, That's a really good idea. great idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but speak, yeah. The, the, it's, It'd be the great for people is, watching. It'd be great yeah, for people watch, watching. Yeah. Like, you have them all you have them all at the placemats, and then everyone, and then you kind of have it, have it as a as a pre-course well, no, a mid-course mm. kind of uh, cleansing of the palate. You can yeah. just watch around uh, everyone just going, oh! Yeah, having a sour oh, apple. So sour. I remember a girl at our school cut her tongue on them. She was Ooh. nails. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, Ooh. She, was a, she was the sort of girl that when she was younger, she used to play mini rugby with the boys. Oh, right, that okay. beefy thing, honestly. Yeah. Used to announce how big her poos were when she'd come in from class, Jesus. honestly. Big glass. <laughs> Size of her. You know what I'm talking about as well. There could be a number of people. No, to be exactly. That would just be yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there could be a really number of people. Down, it I? doesn't matter. There God, I think um, I was going to tell you something. Else. Oh, that was it. Yeah, doing the wedding planning. Wouldn't I believe how much stationery. Wouldn't believe how much stationery costs, mate. What the hell do you need stationery for? Well, exactly. That's why I didn't realise. But apparently, we need stationery because you've got to do all the invites. You've got to do all the bloody save the dates and the invites and the, but the stuff. Can you all just use a pen for that, mate? Don't even. Do not even. <laughs> honestly. I can't. I cannot. I'll have to tell you offline what it came to, what the initial estimate of that came to. No, no, but uh, like regardless of cost, regardless of cost, you're yeah. writing. You're you're writing a thing. Yeah. Can you not just use a pen? Yeah, you can. Apparently, a- apparently, you cannot send save the date with just a pen and a pencil. I got oh, to I'm keep not my voice down because she's gonna. Mate, All I, right, I, she's, okay. she, she's I gotta keep my off. voice down. She honestly, she'll get on it like. She, <laughs> I'm flying close to the wind having this conversation My with you. I'll God. tell you that for free on a, on a format readily available I'll tell you to what, her. We, 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 need to, we need to go on a Thames walk, I think, sometime, yeah. sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. Completely yeah. out of earshot. <laughs> it's like, have you seen that Key and Peele sketch where it's like the two guys going around to their flat and they're like, it, their husband and uh, their, their, Jesus, I'll start again. There's two married couples and they go around to their friends for dinner and the two blokes go downstairs and they were like, she's trying to do this. And I, was like, I looked at her and I said, and then they both look around and they're like, bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, then like, and then it comes to the next scene and the two of them are like at the end of a football field. She goes, so she's trying to take me all the way over to her mama's house to sit down and play with everyone and watch all the television for four hours. So I looked her in the eye and I said, I looked her in the eyeball and I said, and they like, look around. Like, <laughs> look at her around, look at her around. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, and the women are like, oh, what are you guys talking about? I need about? to see that. I need <laughs> so to see that. I have not seen this, that. This oh podcast is me just telling you to watch videos now, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Right, should we get back <laughs> onto it? Because my God, we've done a ramble. Went through all the houses. That's I mean, good. Well, we're probably uh, rambling because we're probably unable to ramble the ramble this week because we both kind mm. of admitted to each other that uh, this is a bit of a slog. This one. Yeah. Is kind it? Kind of. Did you find well, this a no. slog? I'll, right. So, if you don't mind me saying, you told me that you fell asleep during this. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, but not because it was bad. Just because it was. Did I say that on air, or did I say it before we started? No, recording? I don't think you said it on air. But okay. yeah, no, no, no. You said no. Um, not because it was bad. And obviously, nobody's saying this is bad. I'm not even saying this is bad. But I'll be honest. I stuck this on, and yeah. after ten minutes, 
I found myself doing other shit on my laptop. But, like, but just, just, and it was just on, and it was just it, there, and I was it, like, that's it. and I was, and I was like, oh, I should be watching this and making notes and listening to the soundtrack and stuff like that. I couldn't be arsed, honestly. It was just there. <laughs> it was, it was, it was background. I wasn't even doing anything useful. I think I yeah. was like, oh, I don't know, doing doing something really swanking, just swanking, <laughs> just having a wank. <laughs> just having a wee treat. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm I just like, well, I can't, I can't, ca- I, I can't cast it up to the TV. Try, no, I can't cast it. Up, I can't cast it up to the TV because obviously Ghostbusters is there. So I'll just have it on the laptop on the couch at the side. I'll just, you know, keep one eye on one screen and one eye on the other. <laughs> just you're a filthy bloke, but never change. Yeah, I, I, know. I know what you mean. I know, I know. Then you get you get to the Sigourney Weaver zoo bit, and then it's like two birds, one stone. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, Sigourney Weaver is absolutely beautiful in this stunning. film. Stunning, absolutely stunning. I was thinking that as I was watching this again. This is a weird segue, but we'll right. go into it. She is absolutely beautiful. Everyone is very, everyone is very polished. Dan Aykroyd looks what? fresh as Hang a baby's on. arse. Hang on, you're talking shite. You're saying that ev- all the characters in this look fresh-faced and like... Yeah, man. What? Have you... They all look terrible no i think ragged scientists and you know poor and like run down no but they do right they do they do they do they are supposed to be but like if you looked at harold ramus like his hair is perfection all the way through this his skin complexion is perfect like he looks do you know who he kind of reminds me a little bit of roy kent in the sense of like it's it's almost you know how there's loads of people who think that Roy Kent is like oh, he's a CGI um, character. A CGI yeah, character. Yeah, 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 there's elements <laughs> there's elements of that in this with Harold Ramis, I think. Like he's just too like prim and proper and upright. And I think I think Dan Aykroyd as well, like he looks so fresh faced. Like his wee smile in this movie is just wonderful, you are isn't right. it? He he if you were to c- compare Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd to Blues Brothers Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. The B- Blues Brothers Dan Aykroyd definitely looks way more worldly and jaded than Ghostbusters Dan Aykroyd. Cause he looks Go- smaller in Blues Brothers as well. Um, fucking Ghostbusters, no, and doesn't Ghost- he? And Ghostbusters, yeah. He's tiny. But, then I, but then I, think, I think that's more of a uh, next to... Oh, God John damn, Belushi? what's his name? John Belushi, thank you. Yeah. Kind of thing because he was he was a wee guy, wasn't he? Do we want to start there? That's a nice, interesting fact because we want to start with the original plot for Ghostbusters. What it was supposed to be because there right, was there was, okay. there was a million. Th- I mean, do you know all of this stuff? Do you know the I, full background? I heard it. I heard it very recently. Um, yeah. But yes. I do. Yeah. Cool. So, so I mean, it was supposed to be. I think it was supposed. To, it wasn't even supposed to be called Ghostbusters, was it? Um, I mean, the, there was. I think it was originally. Do you remember what it was? The the ghost. Somethings. Yeah, someone's screaming at the. Someone is. Somebody is. Scream louder. We can't hear you. It it was. Um, I think it was like the 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 ghost breakers or some. The worser version. The worst version. The worser version of this. It might just be the ghost busters, but with a space in the middle. No, no. So there, but there is controversy around the word ghost because if you remember the cartoon series, which was awesome. Remember the cartoon series? No, I don't think I do. I don't think I have watched that. So it was really good. Um, it was around the time of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and X Men and Batman. You know, like the the golden era of cartoons, like the late eighties, nineties. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there was there was it was called the real Ghostbusters because there was a Ghostbusters TV series long ago, um, 
and basically that it 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 it, it, it kind of got like I think there was a legal case or whatever. Ghost Smashers, what it was Ghost called. Smashers, Ghost Smashers, right? I knew okay. it was something. Yeah, that, um, that definitely wouldn't have broken box say, office records. Uh, <laughs> no, exactly. But um, but yeah, and so that's why the TV show is called the original Ghostbusters. But even still, right? Like like if you take this back, right? It's all SNL characters that were supposed to be in this, and are in this, right? At the time, yeah. you've got. Um, it was originally Eddie Murphy that was that was wanting to be in this movie. So yeah. Eddie Murphy would have played the Dan, a- uh, not the Dan Aykroyd, the um, Bill Murray kind of character. Right. Okay. Bill Murray was like a really late addition to a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like I think they all got on on set well enough, but there wasn't like a huge amount of chemistry in terms of like what you would expect. Um, Eddie Murphy couldn't do it because he was doing Beverly Hills Cop, I think it was. So oh, okay. when he dropped out. Um, it was Ghost Smashers. I think it went through the rigmarole. Like, there was also... Um, Jim Belushi was also supposed to be in this. Cause, so you would have had, like, Jim Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. Like, it would have been a stellar cast, right? Yeah. And, then, uh, and then I think... I mean, not I suggesting think, for a second that, no, that this isn't No, a no, no, it isn't. It isn't. And, and, like, and there's loads of other things. Like, apparently... So I, I, don't, I don't know where I heard this from. Like, they, they tried to include, like, at least later post-production, like, Slimer was supposed to be John Belushi. Right. And that was the kind of joke. And apparently... What they did was they, when they first took the original, the Slimer concept to the art department, when they originally designed it, and they took it to the producers and to Ivan Reitman and and, and the team and, the, and your own yeah. um, Harold Ramis, they sort of said, "Oh, this is this is you know this is Slimer. This is what it's going to look like." And and they said, "It's good, but we want it to look a bit more like John Belushi." And it's like, "How the hell do you make a little jump?" So so apparently, what they did was they went away, and they did very little almost nothing and they brought it back to them we went how about this and they went perfect so it's like it was never really intended to actually like do you know what i mean like look i don't think they ever planned for him to actually look the same um but hey like that's the that's the tooth about that but yeah like, that's, that's cool can i can i make a a slight point here yeah i think it. this is the longest into the movie segment that we've gotten um without having to go back and say we aren't a such and such podcast. Oh, we, yeah, are... we haven't done that bit. Yet. We didn't we're, do that. Of course, movies think... podcast each week. We talk about some of the, um, the most original. Uh, Shall I edit it in or just do this bit? Oh here? no, just just, just do, do it this bit here. Yeah, 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 yeah. podcast. Um, each week we talk about some of the. With a sneeze. You can sneeze, but I'm going to sneeze. No, it's fine. Don't worry. I hold it. Sneeziest tunes in there. There's a nice bit of music in this. There's yeah. nice little like varieties of music throughout this, and really well used at really good points. Like I think the music is really effective in this film. Right. Like, really effective what, in this film. You mean like film. the theme? Yeah, but not just the theme, right? Like loads of stuff around this. You know, like you get some really funky like piano tunes throughout this. You get some weird synthesizers throughout this. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like they really, they really like you go. You look back in it, and the best example is the intro. And if we talk about the intro of this movie. I'll say something. Will I you? watched this movie far too young. Far too young. I okay? remember being scared by this movie. Terrified. Yeah. This was a terrifying intro. Yeah. I'm happy you said the same thing. No, because yeah, you would have called me a big gooly gum gum. No, and I never you call would. Me a, would I do you that? Do, well, you sometimes do when I oh, cower. Okay. You do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. When you bring out when you bring out the backhand, scary you take your movies. glove off. Oh god. Scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> You bring out your wee, your wee wank claw. Oh, God. Right, you, you've reached your quota. You know, <laughs> you, right, you, you have reached your absolute I to, quota. I just wanted to get your wee wank claw. 
No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with your nah. weird, with a weird grip you have on your ring finger. How do you manage it? Like, ah. it's, it's all about technique, mate. <laughs> but I was terrified of this movie. Yeah, me I too. Just, me I too. Was, me too. And it was the, and it was the big, the jump scare at the start. Like it was always that jump scare at the start that was the that was the thing that was that was really quite. But it, wasn't like a, it wasn't like a really huge jump scare though, was it? I mean, or was it? It's pretty scary. You're like when you're young, like that throws you. I mean, I'm talking like I would have been six, seven. No, I would have been older than that. How old would I have been? Seven or eight, probably like that. Like too young. Like Wait, too young. But what are we talking about though? We don't because we don't actually see the we don't see the ghost. What's the jump scare in the opening The bit sequence? in the library. The bit in the library at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all creepy, creepy, creepy. But then you don't actually see the ghost. You just see, like, lights up in her face and then the librarian screams and then Ghostbusters come up on screen. But you don't see oh, the actual oh. ghost. Yeah, you do. Well, you do when they go back in, don't you? The Ghostbusters go Oh, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Later. Sorry, I was talking about the whole thing. Sorry, yeah, I was, and then I was, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the ghost librarian does the shh and then comes yeah, over and then turns yeah, into yeah, the yeah. big ghoul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that ghoul. That ghoul, man. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Do we unpack that whole sequence up until the big ghoul sequence? Because we obviously we, we 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 skipped right past the intro music. We skipped right past the intro of the characters. Um what I was saying before about the, the choice of music is great. Like that intro with the library when she's walking around the hospital uh, the hospital, the library yeah. is awesome. Do you You've know got do the- you not think it feels Scooby Doo? <clears throat> No, I think it does. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll, I think it feels more like Rosemary's Baby, like really quite scary. You know, like the Omen or the Exorcist. Oh yeah, kind yeah of no, intro. like as far as that goes, but <clears throat> the, the, the general music of the thing, like yeah, it's got that bit. kind of wee, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, ki- yeah, that yeah. kind of thing going on where, where you know, you, you, you see the the haunted mansion at the top of the hill with the lightning coming back at it and the mystery van drives through yeah. the gate and it just goes <laughs> and then the butler is staring out of the window you know you, you know the opening sequence yeah you just reminded me of uh, vic reeves is one of his bands when he was younger the name of his band was called jill's eerie mansion jill's eerie mansion <laughs> seriously Please God. welcome to the stage, Jill's Eerie Mansion. Wait, did you say that was the name of the band or the album? The band. Oh, right, the band. okay. I thought that was the album. <laughs> no, the band. That's a good band That's worse, name, though. It? That's a worse one. That's almost yeah. passable as an album name, but not never as a band. It's not as best. The best band name I've ever heard is the one that Superhands calls his band in Peep Show. Oh, God, what is that? <laughs> well, we used to be called Danny Dyer's Chocolate Homunculi, but we're now, we're now called 13 Bastards. And I just think... <laughs> Thirteen Bastards is the best name of a band ever. Thirteen Bastards. <laughs> it's the best oh name. Oh my god! But it's but it's weird, and it, you're right. It's like a kind of it is a single synthesizer. Like it's a very eighties synthesizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but also even like the strings. The strings just do that. Like the, 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 there's a, there's loads of just like two three second insertions of just strings for tension all the way throughout this movie. Yeah. Um. I find it creepy. I don't like it. You don't and I like won't it. have it. I won't have it, Alex. No? No, I won't. Oh, we'll have to have it. Eh? But yeah, we, we, we need to have it. A lot of this stuff. But yeah, it, it's it's like very dramatic. I mean, like, it's not really a comedy intro, is it? For, no. for what is a very funny movie, and it is a very funny movie. Oh, yeah. I, oh, God, I, yeah, it is. I forgot how funny this movie was, and I forgot how good certain... Like, there's a, there's a couple of sequences... And I watch it, and I'm like, that is some of the best TV. Go- like, that is up there with Blues Brothers in terms of, like, 
the best comedy film ever. I'll get 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 back yeah, to yeah, it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one of the best lines as well. And I can't remember what point the line is, but it's, I think there's lots of lines that can. Be... Well, it's at the start, isn't it? When he goes back off, man. I'm a scientist. What is that? When he that's literally what he says. Yeah. When does he say? Who does, oh, he says it to the librarian, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I love that line. That was great. And then. When the when the Ghostbusters go down to the library, the music changes. I don't know if you know. It's like it's quite chirpy. That's when it's quite Scooby Doo esque. Right. Okay. So it's a little bit different, and it's amazing how the music has changed the setting, the environment. When the when the woman's down there on her own, and all the poltergeist activity is happening, it's spooky. It's eerie. The violins are playing. The weird yeah, yeah, yeah. But the same setting, the same sequence is totally changed when you introduce well, a completely I, different style of music. Well, the I think it's because I think it's because during the opening sequence, and obviously you get the scares and the spooks and all of that, and you're setting up a rather serious kind of threat, as it were. Mm, like, oh mm. my goodness, there's a haunted library and ghosts are about and yada yada yada. You 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 expect the heroes of the story to you know be serious and but yeah, yeah, yeah. but but the first few scenes that we share with the Ghostbusters, it's very very clear that they're you know they're, they're a bunch of you know yeah they're not. Ooh, they're not. What are they, Alex? Oh, I don't know. Well, for a start, for, for a start, Bill Murray is the worst guy. Yeah, he's the worst. Who the hell? Be. He's a prick. He's, it's amazing how he's not cancelled. It's amazing prick. how he's not cancelled. Like, it is amazing how cancel culture just picks and chooses. They're like, ah, but it's the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Sorry. I, love... I think he's redeemed when he clearly sees that Dana, or Dana is possessed and he's like, yeah, I'm not touching this with a barge pole. So he's kind yeah, of redeemed yeah, yeah. then. Uh, well, but, kind yeah. of, yeah, but everything up to then, he is the worst human. I do love when we first meet him and he's doing that psychic the cards, thing with, yeah, with, the, with yeah. the cards and he just and and the girl is getting them all right because mm, he's a creep because mm. he's a creep and the guy's getting them all wrong even when the guy gets it right i love that little moment where the guy gets it right where he's like oh a couple, a couple of wavy lines and, and yeah. there's actually wavy lines on the back of the card yeah, and he yeah, shocks yeah. him anyway and it's, it's yeah oh, it's excellent you're a tool mate it, it is great yeah but <clears throat> the, the, and then you've obviously got um, Stance or, or, or is it Spangler Stance God I always used to get their names wrong. So, so I know Peter Venkman Egon, Peter Venkman Ray Stance e- Egon Spangler Yeah um, And then Winston Zedmore But Zedmore yeah. um, doesn't come into it till like an hour in doesn't Which is a shame Because he's really charismatic Like I really yeah, like him I mean, in this he, movie Yeah I mean he, he is like the heart of that movie But you kind of have to get it all set up before they they go on and they keep going with it, and Zedmore's great. Like I'm really I really like him. He's a really good character. Um, there, there's another couple of characters in this that I want to we'll, we'll get to in a second. But I, I think staying on the characters, yeah. what you what you don't get from a lot of movies nowadays, Alex, is the the sheer like the on screen chemistry that the the three of them have from the start. Yeah. And there's one particular scene that does this, and it really just like it made me smile. Right. It's it's the way that Stance looks at Vankman when Egon uh, when when he gives Egon the chocolate bar. You know when they're outside and Vankman just hands Egon the oh, chocolate yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the, and, the sh- good. and the and the and the camera pans in on on um, Dan Aykroyd's Stance, and he smiles like in the way that he smiles of just like 
you know what? I've had all my funding removed. I've been kicked out of university, but thank God I've got my two mates. And yeah. it's just like... Is it, and- possible, is it possible that that bit was improvised? Because I've heard that a lot so of this... So much of this movie is improvised. That, that so much of this movie is improvised. And we all know, I think the most famous... You know, you know, you, know you get these videos on YouTube that's like, they're like the, the top 10 best improvised moments in, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. cinema history. And one of them is... Uh, Harrison Ford shooting the twirly yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the sword guy the yeah. twirly sword guy in Indiana Jones and then the other one is the dickless thing mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah with uh, Bill what, Murray with yeah. Peck going yes yeah, yes yeah. your honor it's true this man has no dick yeah, which is yeah. just brilliant and that and that that was an ad lib line is it possible that that bit was where Bill Murray just had a, some chocolate in his <laughs> and, and then he decided to be oh there you go Egon you did really well and then yeah and then Dan Aykroyd's just like. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good stuff. That's good but, shit. But there's, <laughs> but there's something about it, right? Like, and watch it again, and please watch this scene again, where you see the smile that he gives his mate, and you just see it there, and it's like a glimpse into like the chemistry is just awesome. Yeah, like they they get it, and he's just he's happy that he's got his mates, and it's really just like wholesome, and you're like. Oh, I love it. Like, I love these three. Like, these three are yeah. great. Like, they're just, like, they're a team. They're united. They've all got, like... And, and what I like about this movie is if, if this movie was written... You know, you know, like, if this movie was written nowadays, there would be, like, a whole thing around, I don't want to be a Ghostbuster. I don't want to join the Ghost... You know, I don't want to do this. I wanna... No, like, they're all 100% in from the start. And yeah. Well, kind of... Is... I, d- I never... I never... I, I still don't know where... Uh, Venkman is yeah, on thought, actually yeah, or, or, uh, on actually wanting to be a Ghostbuster because he just d- genuinely seems like he doesn't give a shit about any of it, even but, right up to the end of the end of the movie. To be honest, like no, he gives he, a shit he, about Dana because he's got the hots for her, but like, well, well, I think it's because he cares about his mates, and I think what you can see is that he he knows that this means a lot to Stance and Spangler, like he knows this means a lot to them, and that he wants to do it. I get the impression he's doing it for his friends. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like it, it's, it's just, I, I think that kind of comes through. Also, the guy's got no real options. Like the guy's broke. Like they're yeah. like sleeping in the fire station. Like when you watch it back again, like it's a grubby part of New York. What I never anticipated is, and, and that sequence where. the era of grubby New York. I mean, it was, yeah. Like New York <laughs> was disgusting at this time. Yeah. And that is that is that um it's that like that sequence when they're looking around the fire station and he goes, What do you think? And Egon's listing all the reasons why we shouldn't have it, you know, where there's this, it's that, it's asbestos, it looks like the building won't stay standing, whatever, and it's in a like a, a middle of a civil war, like it's this part of neighborhood is, is like, you know, a war zone, yeah. A war zone or something like this. And I'd never anticipated that until I watched it, because I think I always grew up thinking, Oh, they're in a fire station in the middle of Manhattan. But they're probably not, right? They're probably in like a place in like a really undesirable part of the city. Um, and it's just like an absolute shithole. And, and then you've got like um, Stan's just coming down the fireball. This place is awesome. This place so is good. awesome. We should stay the night. Yeah. Oh, I love we it. should sleep here. See how I it feels. It. The stage um, is like, yep, you're taking this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, then you've got another character who I forgot how much I love, which obviously we've got Dana, uh, Dana. Dana's so, so good. Yeah. Like, such a good, good character. But then you've got Louis. Played by Rick Moranis. Lewis. Or Lewis. Yeah. Oh, man. He was so good. Oh, my God. It's the way that he delivers his lines. It's the way he delivers his lines. He's like, 
Yeah, but I was going to go to Thomas, and I was going to say, you were so great to hear that sandwich. I don't want to say something. Okay, okay, bye now. No, I know. Do you know what bit? He does it. Do, do you know what bit I truly, truly love? Do you know when he's throwing his party, and he's going around, and he's like, oh, that's, that's pure Nova Scotian salmon there. I mean, it's like 23 dollars <laughs> well, but I only got it for seventeen yeah. fifteen after taxes. That's why I only invited clients around, around to the party <laughs> instead of actual friends, because I can write it off as a... <laughs> And he's listing all these things. And the thing is, when you get older, you understand what all that yeah, shit you means. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. You kind of understand what all that shit means. And you think, "Oh my god, this is hilarious! I love it. Yeah. It's so funny." But he, but he, but Anybody he is so play good. Yeah. yeah, we'll get back to that. I was going to say I've got a couple of questions, but I'll get back to. It. I've got the questions later on. Um, but. Do you know what I was thinking as well? There's another musical motif that follows throughout this. So obviously we've got them when they set up the Ghostbusters headquarters, which is just awesome. You know, like, you look at back, you've got when they pull the Ecto-1 inside, yeah. you've got, like, the old, you know, what it seems like the kind of lawyer gates when and you've got, um, I forget the name of the, the receptionist who's, who's fucking awesome. Ja, is it Janine or Janine? Janine yeah. and Annie Potts. Like, she's, just... She's got that monotonous new york drawl i love it it's just so, so good I- iconic it's iconic ghostbusters what do you want i love it it's i've, so, quit, I've quit better jobs than this <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good and and like her famous line like the most famous line is is in the sequence i just want to talk about in a second but when i talked about musical motifs there's a really fun one that 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 kind of tracks through a lot of the movie and and I can't sing it, I can't pronounce it or, like, say it, but it's kind of just that, it's almost, the way you describe it, it's like Elmer Bernstein-esque, like, just the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
to be honest, I think his, the, his first interaction, Venkman's the bigger dickhead. Yeah. Venkman is the much, oh, much totally, bigger totally. asshole in the, in their first meeting and that meeting, and then and then after that, it's just you know Peck being shat on for being yeah. like the worst yeah, human definitely. being in the world, which is so funny. I love it. But if we if we go back to and we talk about Deneen and we talk about the the Ghostbusters headquarters and stuff, there's a particular piece of music and a particular sequence that I think is without doubt the most iconic or just the most like it just captures the Ghostbusters so effectively and it's it's the sequence where you know and it starts really well and then continues throughout and how it starts is um Vankman has just come back from Dana's flat or been to see Dana's flat or wherever it is, and and they're sat eating Chinese and Vankman goes hey I've got it Chop, I'm going to chip into the petty cash. I want to take her out. I think it's really important for research. I'm going to take her out for dinner. And their first reaction isn't, don't do that. What the fuck, man? Like, that's our money. Like, to stop being a sleazeball. Um, you know, like, Stance's first reaction is just, oh, well, we're currently eating the last of the petty cash. Like, they're sat eating their Chinese. And I love that. Just that understanding yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah. he's going to do what he's going to do, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'm not going to try and tell him not to. We're eating <laughs> We're eating the last of the petty cash. Then, downstairs, the phone rings. And then it picks up the phone. Oh, yeah? No, we're not a joke. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay. And she puts the phone down. We got our life one. one. <laughs> I just I love that. And then the and then the blues music starts getting and like the, there's been a kind of like blues music that plays throughout of these like you know these sequences when they first run out of the library at the start and the, and the the dubs are going everywhere. The blues music kicks in at the first scare and then this happens at the same time and they go down the fireman's pole and they've got their names on the Alex they've got their wee names I know they do. on the little bit. It's thing. like they're firemen. And, and it's just awesome. And the noise of the Ecto-1. And I love it because the line is, yes, they're going to be discreet. Yeah, they'll be discreet. But it's the fact you've got this boom, red button. And then yeah, you've got yeah. the Ecto-1 and it's screeching noise. And then they pull up right outside the, ho- the hotel. And it's just because it's like they're, they're exterminators. They're basically yeah, yeah. exterminators. I, and love, I, and I love that little interaction when they're waiting for the elevator at the hotel with the guy... With a guy I'll take waiting the next for one. Um, <laughs> where he's like, "What are you? What are you guys doing? Or did you did you come up straight off a space shuttle or something?" And Venkman's like, "No, we're exterminators. Somebody, somebody, somebody saw a rat up on twelve. Like, yeah. Hell of a rat! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you better you believe in? it. <laughs> you want in? I'll get the next one. <laughs> but it's but it's." It's even great. I mean, like, like, and we'll get onto the gadgets and the stuff of this because I, I could talk for days around that. And, and something that I quite like about the new trade. Oh, hey, we'll, we'll do this one now, right? The, the the gadgets that they have, the proton packs and everything, and the trap and all the different devices that they use. I fucking love that shit. And and I and I've been wanting for years. Like, do you know what would just be awesome? It's just to have a film set like in the middle of the prime Ghostbusters era, like you get to see all their different, like I bet they've got all sorts of like ghost grenades and they've got yeah. like little sidearm weapons and like weird wall traps yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. must have some really cool, like shit that's like thrown yeah, together like with somebody, some solder and wires. Yeah, somebody should make a video game out of all that stuff. There is a video game apparently. Yeah, yeah apparently it's very, very, have you played it? <laughs> no, yeah, you've played it. 
No, I've not. I really want. I think Seriously, I will have, have you to. Not? Yeah. No, apparently it's really sworn, good. I could have sworn that you've played it. I think my brother has. I think my brother really likes oh, it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but even just the thing, you know, the, the whole exterminator thing, I love the way they pick up the ghost trap at the end and they hold it from the wire because it looks like a big rat. It does, But that's yeah, the yeah, point yeah, of yeah. what they're trying to do. It's yeah, just yeah. fucking awesome. I also love that um, the hotel manager was like, I had no idea it would be, be so much. I won't pay it. And he's like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. We'll just uh, put it back. It's, 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 <laughs> like, it's an absolute daylight robbery. <laughs> well, I did think this. I was thinking this at the time, like when he was going around to, to when he was going to Dennis flat and stuff. I was thinking to myself, like, how do they make money? And like, did they do like charge for house calls and stuff? Like, how do you structure that? And then that whole sequence happened. I'm like, oh no, that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, That's exactly what you would sense. do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, if you're if you're the only people doing a doing a service like that, then you get to charge what you want. Mm, yeah. And you know, let's be honest, big Fifth Avenue hotel, they can you know they can afford it. They can do what they want. Yeah, they can do what they want. Um, so I've got my Slimer comments about John Belushi stuff for this. Um, what, do you want to talk about some things that are a bit odd about this movie? Because well, there's a few odd things, yeah. There, there is. I, I, obviously, we've we've gone on a huge uh, a huge romance blossom about how much we like this movie. The stop motion animation, Alex. What do you think about that? Ooh. Oh no! Hang on. We're talking about the like dogs. the oh the dogs, yeah. Oof. I mean. First, I mean, first of all, I was terrified by the dogs. Yeah, they're quite terrifying. I was terrified by the dogs when they're when they're leaping like mm. through the scene and it's like CGI. That's that sucks. Oh, you it's know, just stop motion. <laughs> it, I know, right? But you know that bit where no, you know, Gozer's the big baddie. Who's the who's the one that? Uh, infects data oh zool zool yeah right when when zool finally gets dana how terrifying is it when the claws come out of the armchair and yeah grab her yeah 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 and, and like pull her towards the kitchen door and then yeah that is terrifying. That's such a scary scene honestly and when they're just sat there and they're obviously real puppets yeah that's really scary and yeah really quite cool as well I um I think I think the whole thing is like I I just I, I watch it now and I'm like that's the most dated part of that film though like all the dogs like especially when the dogs chasing yeah. um Lewis through the, through through Central Park oh yeah 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 I, I'm like I, which made me ask a question it, it, can Lewis is he the only one who can see the dog. No, no, no. They, I think the rest of them can see the dog. Yeah. Oh I wait, 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 wait. Can. Oh, um, as in the people in the restaurant that don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't no, think they right. can see the dog, and I don't think anyone in the party can see the dog because they can see like the stuff getting thrown around. But what if it's just like a poltergeist, as uh, far as they're concerned? Yeah. No, you're not I, wrong. I, I would. I'd only consider this as I was watching again because surely everyone in the restaurant would have seen Lewis getting eaten by a dog. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but they just turn back to their food. Maybe I mean maybe that's the joke. Maybe they're just like, oh yeah, it's a typical night in New York. Like maybe <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the joke. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you're probably onto something there. I'd not really, I'd not really considered that. Yeah. Ah, very good. I like that. Well, we'll 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 find we'll, out we'll keep, the new one. We'll keep an eye. We'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that makes sense. I mean, like the new one, the ghost dogs are back. So oh, yeah. the, the the hound, the hound, the Zool dogs. What are they well, called? I, well, the one of, one of them is called Zool. And then one of no, them, one of them's the gatekeeper and the keymaster. No, no, no. Yeah, but the but Zul Zul is the name of the 
demigod who is the Zul is the name of the gatekeeper, and then right. the keymaster who infects Lewis. He's called something else, but you only hear his name very quickly because it's done by Rick Moranis in his very Rick Moranis way. So okay, you don't cool. really hear his name, but he does have he does have another name. And there's this great there's this great little speech that he does when Spengler asks him who he is, and then he goes like, oh, and he he rattles off this big info dump about about gozer and how he came in the form of something and there was a lot of people who got smoked that day i can tell you and all that kind of all that kind of stuff yeah uh, it's really really funny but i do you know what i love i loved spangler yes this. i absolutely love spangler in this um oh there were two there were two great spangler quotes that that i found here i've got i'm on i'm on, I'm on the quote thing on imdb okay. nice on yeah you'll be there all day it's i will be there all day because this, this this whole thing you know you know when they go into the hotel at the end to confront Gozer, mm-hmm. and they can they finally get to the top floor and he looks around and he goes art deco very nice yeah art deco very nice and then the best one is after the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man comes and Venkman's like, Ray has gone bye-bye. Egon, what have you got left? And then just as dry as you like, he's like, sorry, Venkman, I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. (laughs) (laughs) He is so good, isn't he? He's so dry, so dry. And he's just like, I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. And it delivers so well. (laughs) Um, I just have it. So Zul is the gatekeeper of Gozer, demigod of minion Gozer, destructor alongside Vince Clothra, the keymaster. So the other one's called Vince Vince Clothra. Um, I, I and I do love that joke, like the the keymaster and the gatekeeper. I love that. I love yeah. that joke because it's when they've got Lewis in the station, and um, it's the way they go. Oh, what do you, what do you? Vankman phones and he's like, "Oh, I'm stood here with the gatekeeper," and they're like, "Oh, well, we've got the keymaster. I'm sure these two will hit it off." Like I just love it. And they're like, "Oh, this just fell in our laps. Magic. Yeah. We'll just get this." Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. Oh, this fucking movie. And, and you know, like, what I also like, one of my favourite lines in this is, because it's so terrible, is the CGI one, are you a god? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, um, well, G- Gozer. <laughs> at some point, surely they must have tried to get David Bowie to do it. it yes, because yeah, it, there's that effect. That is a fact, yeah. They did, yeah. Because that is a David Bowie archetype. It is, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's even just, are you a god? And turns around to Venkman, and Venkman's just nodding his head slowly with his eyes closed. (laughs) And he's like, no, No. then die! And he's just like, and, and the, if somebody ever asks you, was it Zedmore? Goes, Ray, if anyone, Ray, no, yeah. if someone asks you, are you a god? You say, you say yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but I love the bit before that. And I know we're descending into <laughs> quoting here, but honestly, I don't give a shit. I, Ray, Ray initially confronts Gozer. And Gozer, Gozer Gozerian, <clears throat> good evening. <laughs> yeah. As a duly designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. Pause for effect. Then Venkman, 
that ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. <laughs> that ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Yeah, it's just great. It's so cute. I'm going to have to rewatch this Go get her, Ray. Go get her. Go get her. It's, do you know what I love? I, love, I think I like that about Venkman. So, like, you know, like that, that's I'm that kind of character with my friends. Like, I'm the one who kind of, like, I wind all my mates up. And I like, like you know, I like I do this to you all the time, don't I? But yeah, that, but you do it. Funny. You do it with a kind of impish, kind of little. <laughs> yeah, but like kind he, thing, he's kind of doing that no, too. No, Venkman, like, Venkman is just sort of like he, he's just rolling his eyes. Yeah, like, it's I've like got to be friends with like, these guys. It's like he sees the ridiculousness of everything, and he just decides yeah. to ironically take the piss out of everything. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of. It. Ch- it's kind of Chandler-esque comedy before Chandler was written. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. Yeah, I think it's that kind of comedy. Um, a couple of other musical points I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, like, please. The, the, the 80s music, when they arrive on the sequence, the I don't know the name of the track, and I can look it up and find it, but I love how much it dates the movie, and I don't care. Because it still does the purpose. The purpose is to get you pumped, not you to go, you're in the 80s and this is the yeah, 80s yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. It's still fucking awesome. Like, you watch that in a cinema, your, bum- your, your buns are bumping. Like, that's great. Like, you're like, let's do this. The fucking Ghostbusters are here. Um, the, other, the other piece of music that I thought was really great is that there's a full vamping horror sequence when uh, Dana levitates off the bed. Like, that's oh, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. point when the, full, the strings are going at it. The full orchestra is, like, giving it absolute laldy. And I just, like, oh, my God. That's like, the technical there is... term. That's, exactly, right, that's yeah, written they... in the score. Give it laldy. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's just, holy shit. Do you want to know something so crazy? Oh, go on. Remember how I said it sounds Elmer Bernstein-esque, the music? Oh, yeah. Do you want to know why it sounds Elmer Bernstein-esque, Alex? Why is that, Callum? Who scored this fucking movie? Is it Elmer Bernstein? Of course it was! Oh, very good. Isn't that that brilliant? Like, I literally recognised the music from that little doo-doo, doo-doo, basically, as Elmer Bernstein. How embarrassing is it that neither of us looked that up before we started recording? And you actually said it's Elmer Bernstein-esque, and we both went, all right, yeah, fine. Yeah, did, did nobody yeah. look up on this music movie podcast who scored the fucking movie? But it is Elmer Bernstein. Like, it's full on. Of course it is. But, like, but you, you know, hey, like, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable to say that if we didn't or didn't look it up, we're still talking about how much we oh, like yeah. the music oh, of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there you go. That just goes to show just how much we know our music and movie. Like, we, we could, li- I literally was able to say from... <laughs> One little part of the music is the bit when, and you know the bit, right? He's Ray's fixing up the Ecto One. They're walking through the fire station. It's Elmer Bernstein. That music, it yeah. just is. Um, oh, I'm very impressed with myself. Well done, well done. Give you, give, give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand. <laughs> or rather, don't because it's broken. <laughs> um, but yeah, mate, and and, and I, I mean, I've not got a huge amount more to say about this movie other than let's talk about um, the main theme. But if you've got anything else, no, I don't. I mean, the main the main theme is the big kind of musical point. I think this. Are we thing, doing this? It? Are we going? Yeah, back? it must be. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, do you want me to give you some facts or some interesting information would, that you might not have known about? I'd love this? to hear it, and I probably wouldn't have known it. Okay, so this was a number one hit. Like, as 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 no doubt about it. Doesn't this is me. this is. You know, one of the, the, the best themes for a film ever. I'm so happy about that Elmer Bernstein fact, by the way. Like, um, that's I can tell. Obviously, I can tell. Obviously, it was. <laughs> it was number one uh, on, on, on the billboard of Top 100 in August 11th, uh, 1984, and stayed up there for how many weeks, do you think? Ooh. I 
don't know, how 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 long is a long time for some something to stay number one? Like ten? No, much less than that. Yeah. Five. It's three. Three. Not too far off. Is but that is that a lot? For, I don't know. <laughs> but for like a comedy song, right? For like a yeah. song for a film, that's pretty. That's a lot, right? When yeah. No, that is. When was the last time a song for a film nowadays ever stayed high enough in the charts? Like, maybe Writings on the Wall or Skyfall by Adele. That's maybe the last time. Yeah, yeah. Pro- Do you know oh, what I mean? Defi- definitely Skyfall. Yeah, but that's probably the last time like a, a major song from a movie, from a major movie, stayed in the top of the charts. Probably embarrassing myself totally here by missing something. Well, I mean, the Disney ones always do very well. Mus- yeah, or out with musicals or anything like that. Well, why, why, why is it out with musicals? Well, because this isn't a musical film. Like this isn't a shallows. Oh yeah, shallows. But that's a musical though. That's not a musical. It's a movie about music. That's not there's a musical. Lo- there's loads of musical things. Yeah, maybe you're right there. Um, so so Ray Parker Jr. was sort of retired when he approached writing this song. So before the Ghostbusters, he made a name for himself with number one hits, including The Other Woman or I Still Can't Get Over Loving You. Um, but he basically had to. Um, you know, he kind of retired because his parents had got sick. So, so he went away to Los Angeles to work with New Edition on the band's songs. So that was the, the the Mr. Telephone Man, and then, um, and then that was there for for Parker Jr. was approached by a friend at Columbia Pictures to write the song. So it was Columbia that kind oh, of commissioned right, okay. him to do it. Now, who wasn't somebody else asked to do it before then? Yes, yeah, who so was Lindsay, it? Lindsay Buckingham was was. Um, almost wrote the theme. So rumour has it that Fleetwood Mac singer, guitarist, was approached to write the theme for it. Um, then, I'm just trying to think, who else? There was... Uh, it was someone you know, really famous. It was, it was, oh, no, wait, do you know who it was? It was Huey Lewis, yeah. Huey Lewis wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, but they didn't want to be known as... Uh, like, they didn't want to be known as the sort of band that does films, because obviously they did Power of Love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is which is basically the reason because it was the kind of similarities. Um, I think actually it has a sound. sued. I think they sued the track because it sounded a little bit like I want a new um, I want a new drug, which was released earlier in the same year. God damn! Um, I, yeah, honestly, do you know what? I mean, it, slight tangent here, but I, I hear about these kind of lawsuits happening, mm-hmm. and I go, is it that is it that similar? Like yeah. you, you're literally looking for any excuse to sue someone and get and try and get a shitload of money. It's not because you actually feel like they, because you can't you can't actually think that they stole your intellectual property. Like you can't yeah. you can't think no, that. Like no, the yeah. the similarities are you know, like there's so many other things that are as similar, if not more similar. Yeah. Here's no, your, you're right. Yeah, there's some ridiculous ones out there. Apparently, apparently Columbia approached about 60-odd artists to try and get the theme, which makes me think there's probably loads of other Ghostbusters themes out there that we can listen to. Oh, it's like a, it's like a Bond I, situation, isn't yeah, it? I, I, yeah, exactly, I, I think so. Um, Clive Davis didn't actually want Parker Jr. to write the theme, so Davis, the founder of Arista Records, was not crazy about the idea of having his artist write the theme for the song okay. about ghosts. So in an interview with Screen Crush, Parker Jr. wrote, all of my songs are romance songs, so in Clive's defence, we had built an entire career so this was his like his agent his producer agent saying we built an entire career of me singing singing to girls so all of a sudden out of nowhere clive gets a phone call and i'm singing about ghosts so ah. they just thought it was a bit strange so i'm saying like it's really it was a bit weird for them yeah cut to um, cut to several decades later and it's the song he's probably most famous for doing 
And then it was only supposed to be like 20 to 25 second clips, so kind of like a commercial style clips, not like an original song that, yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. was written. But then there was then, a full music video as well, which is really crazy as well. And, and, and apparently, and, and this is rumoured, I'm not sure if this is true, apparently it took them two and a half days just to write the entirety of the song because they wow. were under such like a tight deadline. I don't know how true that is. Uh, and then there's obviously like the whole thing about commercials. It was the kind of, it does feel like a commercial kind of song because it was yeah. commercials that inspired him to write a lot of that stuff. Um, and, that's, and, then, and that's a sequence that is presented in, in the first time in the movie. Yeah. as well like as, was, as an ad for the actual ghostbusters that's on tv yeah, yeah totally yeah exactly um it nearly won an oscar alex shit did you know about this oh i mean a- iconic song very much not surprising that it's featured in the oscars what what beat it uh, it's a good question so basically ghostbusters was nominated for best original song in 85 academy awards but it lost to stevie wonder's I just called to say I love you. Oh, um, that's a, a good song. It's a great song. And uh, do you remember what the film that was from? I'll be honest, I have no idea. That's not the, a remembering thing or anything. <laughs> the Woman in Red. Okay. Not so I, I wouldn't have got that. Not I, seen. I had the fact yeah, definitely wouldn't now, have got that. I've also got one more fact here, which, I, again, I do not expect you to know, but there was Fabulous. so many famous cameos in the music video for Ghostbusters. Right. Can you, and the actual the, the music video. Can you, can you remember the music video when they were all like walking towards the screen? Yeah. And they're all sort of dancing in the streets in New York and all the stuff's going on in the background. It's a great music video. Watch it if you... If you it's one of the, one of the classics. It there is. was tw- 12 famous cameos in this. All right, go on. Rattle them off. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go on. So, Car- um, Carly Simone. Right. Wait, Carly Simon? Yeah. Yeah. Is it not car- different from Carly Simone? No, that's Car- Carly Simon, as in nobody does it better, Carly Simon. Yeah, is it? Is it Carly... Si- I always thought it was Simone. No, there's no E on the end. It's Carly Simon. Oh, I always thought it was pronounced Simone. Okay, is, there any, is there an E on the end? I'm sure there was an E with a little flake. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Oh, okay, well, I'm reading Carly it here Simon. without, yeah. John Candy. Oh, right, okay, very good. Um, George Went, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, um, Melissa Gilbert, Al Franken, Peter Falk, uh, Terry Garr, um, Danny DeVito. Oh, right, nice. Chevy Chase, Irene Cara, and Ollie E. Brown. So none of the actors were paid to appear in the video. Instead, they were all favours asked by director Ivan Reitman. In fact, the crew made an impromptu visit to the set of John Candy's film, Brewster's Millions, to get the shot. So they they went there to get John Candy in from that one. Very good. But that's all the facts about it. Um, Yeah, cool fucking song, right? Yeah, very cool song. It's it's one that I listen to every now and then. Just, you know, I just stick it on. Just out completely out of context, just when I'm in a street somewhere. Do you know what I've noticed about it is, you know how there's like, the, the, there's like Halloween playlists and stuff. Did you, I went to a few Halloween parties this year. It was big, big Halloween thing. I dressed up and went to a Halloween. Party. No, I've done that. Did in a you? While. God, effort. I know, right? Jeez. Um, but we um, we just did the old, you know, Maddie went as Slash and I went as Axel, kind of, you know, because it's just fake tattoos and Guns and Roses. Wait, did you not do that us. last year? Yeah, we did it every fucking year. No, we, did for, we did it for an 80s party or something. Oh, right, okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm know, getting deja vu from something I like see, that. I see people like put on like fake blood and I'm like, oh, God, the effort. The effort. Do you know what? I genuinely think I was single digits year, years old 
last time I gave a shit about Halloween. Oh, it's a bit scary though, isn't it, Alex? It's a scary time of year. You can just, you can just admit it. It's quite scary. It's a, a little bit spooky, Calm. Yeah, it's a bit spooky. It's a bit spooky dookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the great thing about this is for the for all those parties there was always just a Halloween playlist on right so if you talk to me about Halloween playlists in fact I, I've got a funny story a little anecdote around this but you know you've got things like Thriller Michael Jackson yeah it's just okay, that's Thriller and Ghostbusters it's Ghostbusters the Monster Mash the Adams Family yeah um, all these Heads things. Will Roll I, that's a good one Heads is that one yeah and I, somebody's watching me and there's it just a dream oh 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 I was feeling that. That's a yeah. scary song, apparently. I was in um, I was in work uh, the other day. And I was meeting I was meeting a, a colleague. There, so it was a, a someone who works with us. who's not in our building. We're have, kind of having a meeting in the well, we're chatting in the main lobby um, of our work. And you you know the big room that we're you know downstairs in the office. And um, yes, I know what a lobby is. Wait, no, no, but like, you know the one I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Our, I know, you know I know. It's like a huge big. Um, we we were we were downstairs, and clearly like. Someone had just put on on the like the the work speaker systems like Halloween playlists. So like it was like do 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 do, and there was that was being played or whatever. Anyway, I met I met my colleague and I was ch- t- talking away to him and like chatting about stuff. The next song that came on was the Psycho theme. Now that's not Jesus. a piece of music that should appear on a playlist. Nobody ever just listens to the Psycho no, theme. Absolutely dun, not. Dun, dun, dun. Like and everyone was kind of looking. <laughs> everyone was just looking at each other around the lobby. Like it was like this is closer to a fire alarm than a piece of music that just gets played in a lobby. Somewhere. Do you know what? It's actually it actually wasn't on that playlist. If you'd looked around the room, at some point you'd see somebody with an iPod Someone's Classic. No, 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 yeah. no. Somebody would just have an iPod Classic with a big jack coming out the top of it, who's just stuck it on in the corner and going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But what was really funny is the woman who went downstairs, you could see her just like rapidly making her way over and just hit next. And then all you hear was, in case you couldn't tell, listeners, that that was that was the Ghostbusters. And then we all started boogieing. Like, Amazing. We're in the middle of a meeting. It was half past ten in the morning. It's fucking rad. Jesus. Anyway, that's all I've got. Yeah, that's about all I've got as well. I mean, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two thumb up, isn't it? It's a two thumb up. It's a brilliant film. And obviously we're doing this off the back. So next week we're going to be doing um, the new Ghostbusters film. We're not going to do Ghostbusters 2 or Alex's favourite film 3. Yeah. Um, well, it's not we, Ghostbusters we, 3. It's Ghostbusters Answer the Call, the it's reboot. Ghostbusters 3, Alex. It's, it's not Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 3. 3. It's a Ghostbusters reboot. 3. Alex, it's all... No, it's not. It's, it's part of the sequence. It's really... It's a part of it. it? You've, right. you've got... Well, if you like that one, you've got to love all of them. You've got you can, you've got to love them all equally, Alex, or you're not going to enjoy this new one. Okay, here's a here's a here's a semi serious question though. What what yeah. what is the opinion on Ghostbusters two? I love Ghostbusters two. Yeah, I knew I that I knew that you'd love Ghostbusters two. But, but, but you can tell. But the writing's terrible. Like the writing is nowhere near as good, and the characters are bad. And I think the main guy in the portrait i think he's like a pedo or something nowadays like i think no i think there's like a really dark story to that guy yeah i'm sure there is is there not it's not harvey weinstein is it no no it's not like the the writing is just nowhere near as good in it but like it's a good it's still a good film like you still really enjoy like i still really enjoy watching it i think you're probably on your own there mate do you not like the second one no Oh, I thought it was great. Oh, he's died. 
Hang on, here we go. I'm sure there's a fact around this. I just have oh, this. I, I don't remember much of it, to be fair, but I do remember, like, is there, is there a ghost trying to drop a baby off a building or something like that? Yeah, yeah, there is. is. That, yeah. Am I remembering that right? No, you, you're right. I'm going to sit and watch the this movie. Being terrible. I'm going to sit and watch this movie, I think, now. Cause really? Are, are you really going to marathon like it? Yeah, I might have to watch the second one. I really liked the second one. I thought it was really good. Um, well, you can give you us know, a little mini report. You can give us a little mini report when we uh, go and see Afterlife. Yeah. Which, I, which low-key, I know I've been trashing on it the last couple of weeks going, I suspect it's probably terrible. And I still suspect it's probably terrible. However, I'm actually still looking forward to it. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing it. even, And I think I'll probably still enjoy it, even if it is terrible. I've I think it'll some... be one of those ones. I've heard some good things about it, man. Oh, like right. I've okay. heard it's pretty good. I think the reviews are looking tending towards positive. But yeah, lo- I loved it. And as I said, like I just want, I just hope that they they move into the weird gadgets and stuff, like the remote RV car and stuff that we've seen in the trailer. Yeah. Like, that's the stuff I want to see. Like put some really cool weird gadgets in there. And oh man, I love it. Yeah, I I still think though, and I did say it, a, I did say it a few weeks ago that I do think that the longevity, the the, the charm of the original Ghostbusters is in the cast, and mm. in and in the jokes and in the off the cuffness of it, and you know the i the iconography for me is like so secondary. So I I think it has become iconic, like with yeah the, yeah yeah you're right with you're with, right. with the nuclear accelerators or stuff like. But I I think all of that means nothing. If you don't have the, if somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Yeah, and, you're right. And, yeah, you're you're and right. You're Dick right. Yes, yeah. and all of that stuff. So th- this is what I'm most because I suspect that the new movie will lean heavily on the iconography of it, of the car, of the, of the nuclear yeah, accelerators, yeah, right. Right. and of Gozer, and all the all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying it definitely won't be interesting and it won't be good, but I I have my suspicions. But we will find out next week. We will, mate. We will. Moving forward? Yeah, let's move it. Oh, I sound very nice and uh, clean right now, don't I, Alex? Yeah. It's a shame about that last hour of absolute drivel that I sounded like before. I Absolute ear rape. I'm so sorry for that, everyone. Um, I'm sorry to you, Alex. I'm sorry to the fans. I've let... So I've let... Um, I've. Uh, do you know this joke? Do you know, this, do you know the joke that I'm about to talk about? I don't know. You've not said it yet. An inflatable boy goes to inflatable school with inflatable parents with inflatable friends and inflatable instructors all around him teaching his inflatable sports. And he's got inflatable musicians, an inflatable music teacher. Um, and he just lives a generally inflatable life. And one day he takes a pin and he goes around all of his school and he goes around all of his friends and his teachers and his parents and he pops them all. And he goes to the classrooms and pops all the children and pops the, pops the headmistress pops the 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 music teacher pops everyone and he gets brought into the office and she looks at him and she says and then he turns the pin on himself sorry and then right in the right in the face and pops himself right and the headmistress looks at him and says not only have you let your parents down have you let your classmates down that's atrocious (laughs) 
Have you let me down? That joke is worse than but, your audio quality. But you've also let yourself down. <laughs> That's a brilliant joke. I like that joke. I like that joke because because you who'd go, you hear that joke from? It's been it's a, it's a joke. It's just a, it's one of the jokes been around. It's a I joke. Like, that's I like been that around. joke because when everyone's popped in that joke. The punchline isn't some big joke punchline. The punchline is when it, when someone realizes what's happening, where you say, not only have you let, yeah. and as soon as you get that bit out, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's, it's atrocious. <laughs> there you go. So, I'm like Ben, but I, I to that point, I've I've let the listeners down and I've let you down, Alex, most importantly, because you're the one having to fix this with your nice audio <laughs> equipment. So I do I do thank you. Um, But we are, of course, moving forward now. We're moving on, Alex. We're moving forward. Yeah. That's behind us. We're sorry for the past. Okay. Also, we're only, we're talking about the shit Ghostbusters, okay? Wait till the great one that we've now seen. Oh, last we, have time, now, yeah. we have now seen it. Oh, yeah. my God. It's the best ghostbusters ever isn't it alex the new or one. is it no well we'll never know it might not be we'll never know it's of course we know we've seen it a, well we know but we might not know all oh, right what I if see. we've lost our thing um okay so moving forward this week there's a few little bits and pieces i guess we do you want to do the little bits and pieces before we do the big big the big thing oh i'm gonna sneeze oh, oh has he got the sneeze coming out well i'm gonna start uh, Delroy Lindo is jo- Jesus. Are you? Am I gonna have to take this out? The edit. Probably, yeah. Oh, oh. Jesus! Been like this all day. Been on the lemsips hard. Jeez, mm. what, snorting them at this rate. Jesus, get snorting that nose. Lemsips, yeah. Um, I was saying Delroy Lindo joins uh, Marshall Ali in the Marvel Studios' advan- Vampire Adventures of Blade. Ooh. Now I love this. Um, so so basically, uh, people are assuming that he's going to be Blade's mentor, who's called J- uh, Jamal Afari. Um, yeah. That's kind of the the assumed, or it could be maybe some sort of villainous role. But Del Delroy Lindo is just amazing. Um, uh, he's such an underrated actor. I, I I loved him in The Five Bloods. I think he's so fantastic. I think he's so good. Um, I. I think he's. I, I think he is. I think this is his first superhero movie. I don't think he's been in anything else before. I was just about to say I think he's been in something before, but I'm now doubting myself. Yeah. Um, I'm now going to have to do a quick look. But no, I, I'm. I'm really. I'm really excited about that. And do you know that, that we've not really heard a huge amount about. Um, any of the i thought he was i was i was also going to say he, we, he's not been in any superhero movies but he has been in the harder they fall have you seen the harder they fall on netflix no i'm going to watch the harder they fall tonight when i go to um sit and chill with a glass of red no i've not seen that that's what i'm going to do tonight so um yeah but i'm really excited for that you got some casting news as well don't you yes i do some star wars casting news Okay, go for it. So Natasha Liu Bordizo or Bordizo. I'm mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. entirely sure how to pronounce her surname. Do you know it's been... one of those? It's one of those what you just said though. It might be, or yeah. it might be an amalgamation of both. Yeah. It's uh, neither of those. We'll, we'll add it to the list of things we'll never know. Yeah. You've got she... it's a big list you've got it, for that, isn't it? Yeah, but at least <laughs> that is a not, really big... at least it's not as big as yours. No, well, that's well, what she right. said. That's <laughs> what, what we're talking about. List, get your list out, I'll get mine out. Oh, right, okay, fair. Yeah, right. Well she has been cast in the upcoming Ahsoka TV series, which I'm very excited about, and I know that you don't care about because you don't know who any of these people are. Uh, and she has been cast. Is she Star as, Wars. She is Star Wars. She is okay, playing she is this, the. She, she is playing, playing the Star personification Wars. of Star Wars. No, she is playing <laughs> fan favorite character Sabine Wren, uh, all grown up from her appearance in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, yeah. 
It's very good. Really, really interesting character in that show. Obviously, we've seen in The Mandalorian the presence of the Darksaber, which is a yeah, kind of Mandalorian yeah. heirloom. And Sabine yep. Wren is one of the kind of guardians of the Darksaber at some point in her character arc in that show. So, so she wields it um, occasionally, <laughs> swings okay. it about. Very um, good, very good. And no, she's really, really cool. She's got this because you don't know who this is, Sabine Wren, do you? Is it? Do are they related to us, like you or me? <laughs> no, no. Okay, they're definitely not. No, no, no. But you don't know who the character is. I mean, should I? Would no. I? If I bumped into her, would I? Would I? Would it be awkward? Would they know my name? Would they be like, "Oh, Callum," and you're like, "Oh, it's you," and and you're like, "Ah," oh, and you're waiting for someone else to say their name in like a group conversation. And then eventually, that was a very over that, that was a very over bloated rendition of the joke. Not personally, when <laughs> when when asked, "Do you know some something or someone?" Not so you know, thanks, no. thanks, thanks for that. Uh, no, she's a Mandalorian character in Rebels, and she has a flair for the artistic, and she's got very colorful hair. She's very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool hair of... is cool, though, isn't it? Cool hair is cool. Cool watch, hair watch, is cool. watch Rebels. It's good. That, is, that sounds but great. But what it does what it does sort of point to, which is the presiding fan theory about Ahsoka, is it's going to be a quest for you know trying to find the Jedi Ezra Bridger, who is the young boy who kind of get, mm. goes through Jedi training in Rebels. And He's got a it, green lightsaber? He does have a green lightsaber. I know he who start, you're talking about. He starts off with a blue lightsaber, but it turns into a green lightsaber at some point, and nobody really knows why. Uh, but, at the end of like Re- Luke. but at the end of Rebels, he does some kind of hyperspace thing with uh, Grand, Admirable, uh, Admirable? Grand Admiral Thrawn. It's very admirable so, Who we know that Ahsoka is searching for because she says so in the mandalorian so alex i know none of these people you say who we know but neither of us do know the i've made that really clear i don't know these people personally we we have you have made that clear yes you're not right so you know fuck me right would would all of these people be able to be able to be their characters on screen with name name cards on them for me so when i so when i'm watching this i know who everyone is yeah, but surely it's an we option. could do that. It's an it's an option to turn off. It's like the equivalent of watching a Studio Ghibli film in English. A what? Studio Ghibli. Who he? It's the studio that made like Howl's Moving Castle and Spirit oh, of the Way. Oh, is that what that is? I didn't realize that was the name of it. I thought it was something to do with a Lord of the Rings character with an axe. Alex. Yes. Um. Just before we go to the main bit of news, I just wanted to talk a little bit about next week's episode um, as a little bit of news from this week. It's doing so, so well at the box office. Yeah, I read. Have you you seen how well it's doing? The the Hollywood Reporter is basically saying that I think in the opening weekend it was expected to get um, 44 million, which which is really good. It's I mean, good. things are I, things are ticking over any, the other way. I didn't see any hard and fast numbers, but I, but what I did see was that it had surpassed Fast and Furious Nine and is now the highest grossing what they're calling post COVID Hollywood blockbuster, yeah. which is a 
that's a title and a half. I mean, but like, it's crazy, isn't it? When you've got, you said this to me when we were there yesterday. Also, how was I yesterday? How was my etiquette at the cinema? Because I know that we, you, we sit next to each other. Was I okay? I didn't give you, you were, any goosebumps. You were, fights. you were yeah. very good. You know, you gave me a stern talking to from yeah. some of the imaginary breathing that doesn't Mate, don't exist. even, don't even. <laughs> if you think that, if you think that the fan on my computer is loud, wait till you sit next to you. You did this, you did this thing and it was quite cute now, but at the time it fucking annoyed me to no end. You did this thing that was quite <laughs> cute well you took a co- you took a sip of your coca-cola and you went ah. and you didn't realize well, that you co- did it you well, didn't realize that you sip, did it a sip of coke from a can and Mate. a can is very important oh. it's one of the most satisfying things in life no no no. To, to, no it's not to quote robin Ince, it's a it's a cup of tea not an orgasm all right just <laughs> calm down well excuse me for enjoying life <laughs> you know what i mean fuck you like, for enjoying life uh okay spider-man no way home I know. Has had a, a second trailer. <laughs> a my, second trailer. My Listen. God, this movie looks good. It does look great. It does look it great. It looks so good. Um, sorry, I'm just laughing because we did a little edit there, but trying to find out whether we did or did not talk about the trailer. And Alex, you, that was a nice little save that you just threw. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> that was quite funny. Um, do we, I mean, uh going through this in order there's a lot of theories a lot of facts my head has gone blank there's a lot of things that i probably want to talk around for this yeah. but the first thing that i think it's worth noting from this trailer is let's let's go to your theory oh yeah okay so to recap because i haven't said it in full i haven't yeah. said it in full since my initial theory yeah and i was quite i was and still am very proud of this theory yeah yeah and it's it's the theory that peter parker is gonna is going to be peter parker Yep. As, as in the same Peter Parker in every yep. universe, right? Mm. But it just so happens that in this movie, Peter Parker is being played by Tom Holland. Yes. So, so that that's the that that that's then the line that you know Hollywood has to kind of go. Okay, we've recast these characters. So you know Don Cheadle, for example. Yeah, yeah. From you know the first... he can be Peter Parker now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, it's the same guy. It's just played by. Peter Parker. Oh yeah, different. Yes, yeah, yeah. Different yeah. actors, different yeah. actors. So that was basically my basis for saying Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire aren't going to be in this movie because they're all Peter Parker, and in Peter this Parker. movie, Peter Parker is played by Tom Holland. The fact that they come from alternate universes actually doesn't fucking exist because they shouldn't mm. be the same character. And I still think that make for me that makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does does makes a lot of sense. However. They're not doing that, are they? No, they're not doing that. They're no, they're definitely that. not doing because that. Because although we have not seen Andrew Garfield and and or Tobey Maguire in any of the trailers, there's this one throwaway line from Alfred Molina that just ruins it. Alfred Molina, yeah, he says, um, "You're not my, you're not." Is it, what do you say? You're not Peter Parker. Yeah, he says, "You're not Peter. You're not mm. Peter Parker." And mm. I go, "Oh God." Do, can we can we start there? Then? Oh, okay. Well, so before we go into that theory, could you do you think? You could try and explain your theory again to me without saying the words Peter Parker. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so you know how in the other movies there were different yeah. Spider-Men? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to explain it again, but... Okay. Um, but but I'm so confused Parker because they're from... all Spider-Man. But which one's Spider-Man? They're all Spider-Man. But it makes it very, very interesting to me because when you go back and watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the... Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, they could theoretically then be played 
by Tom Holland. You could imagine that they were Tom Holland because it's the same character. What are just... we doing now? Are we just doing? Are you doing your thing again without seeing Peter Parker? Yeah. Oh, okay, we are doing this again. This is well, you asked me to do it, <laughs> did we? Okay, well, I didn't you think you were going to take it. I didn't that. think you were going to take it seriously. No, if I said you to jump off a cliff, would you have jumped off a cliff? No, because honestly, how many times? I know I've done this. What, jumped off a cliff? No, no, no. You go. You watch Iron Man one. Yeah. And you try to imagine that it's Don Cheadle. Yeah, I do this all with Doctor Who. I do this with Doctor Who's. Um, imagine if it was the one of the Doctors that was in the episode of Doctor Who without the other Doctor well, Who. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of not the same. Yeah, thing, I know though, it's not the same thing, but I can't be arsed going into this. I wanted to talk Why? more about it's the trailer. <laughs> okay, oh, would you rather Alex. do it, or did you spot a thing and blah blah blah? blah, blah, blah well, that's fucking... what people listen for. Oh, they listen to see who's part of mine. It is boring, is it? It's boring, yeah, it's Alex. Boring. So clearly, when Alfred Molini says that line of "You're not my Peter." Did he? He didn't say you're not my Peter. He says you're not Peter Parker. You're not what Peter I Parker, what yeah. I really liked about that was the way that the 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 mask came off of Tom Holland. The reason why it came off of him was because one of the arms was was grabbing his torso, right. and the arm that was grabbing his torso. What basically happened was the nanotech that, in the same way that it happened with Iron Man. You know how it moved around his body as he started to lose nanotech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what happens if you watch is the the claw comes in the nanotech moves away from his face to protect his torso and that's what reveals his face now that's fine right i guess first thing i would say is that's a bad design on the nanotech because the whole thing about peter is that he doesn't want people to see it so if it's just gonna if it just does it by itself if it does it by itself then that's really bad right but that's one thing i'd say that's the one side the second thing i would say is we also see in this trailer that Doc Ock's, ar- Doc Ock's arm turns red, and when it's like spinning around, you can see my arm spinning as if to try yeah, and. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. You can see it's red. Now, my theory, and it's a very, very pretty standard theory, is that actually um, the 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 bloody the bloody um, Doc Ock arms have taken over the nanotech suit, and it's going to be part Stark Tech style um, robot arms. Right. Okay. So. Again, I'm pretty sure that's what's happened. Like it's I'm almost hundred I mean, percent. The, the, the red, the red in the robotic arms is very distinctive, and it does, it does very Hot much rod hint, red. It does very much hint towards, you know, sort of an amalgamation of the Spider-Man suit, or that's like, cool. you know, stealing some of the some of it or whatever. So you know, yeah, I'd buy that. So, so Alex in the Brazilian trailer. Um, now at the oh, end right, of this trailer, yes. yeah, do you want to talk about? So, so I've not seen trailer, this trailer. Okay, so I mean, look, it's you wouldn't do because you're not from Brazilian. Um, yeah. So basically, um, at the end of this trailer, we have the original Magneto. What do you think of the original Magneto design? Before we move on, thumbs up, thumbs down, or the wait, what? Uh, not Magneto, fucking Electro. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, Electro. Well, we... What do we think of that design? Well, we had the original Electro design in our trailer. Yeah, I know, I know, I, I know, but I'm thinking before from the blue to this. Oh right, I see. Yeah, I mean. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I was thinking that it is Jamie Foxx, mm. but it looks like a different Electro. Now, m- the cynic in me says that it's a different Electro. The Cynic but- Six. The Cynic. Yeah, cynical exactly. Six. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cynic Six. The Cynic in me tells me that it's not the same Electro as the one in Amazing Spider-Man 2, only for the reason that the design of that character and the direction that they went with that character was something that the fans did not enjoy. Yeah, when that yeah. movie came out, they said that was really, really stupid. Yeah, and so it, that particular aspect plays into my kind of one Peter Parker theory, right? Because mm-hmm. every Electro is going to be 
is going to be oh what's his name just said his name peter parker no actor electro jamie fox yeah every electro is going to be jamie fox so what if this electro actually came from toby Maguire's universe that's a same. great i like that man what? i like that but he's always jamie fox you know, oh i like what, it yeah yeah I mean. yeah yeah no so no i do see what you're saying yeah 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 mm. so that kind of plays into that theory but then as we've already discussed you're not you're not peter parker mm. would suggest that peter parker looks different wherever so so we do but we do have thomas hayden newton christensen who's who's the one that plays the sandman thomas jane Someone oh, like that. Oh, God, I'm I think, not, it's, no I think it's Thomas Jane. So I'm pretty sure we have him coming back. Um, and then we also have the lizard. Now, the lizard design was one that also was people didn't particularly like. Um, I, I didn't hate it. I mean, it, well, looked, it, it looked very CGI. Well, it, but... just had, it just had a flat face. Like, lizard typically has a lizard snout and a nose and stuff, and it didn't have that. And I think that oh, was... Okay. So, so, but anyway, the Brazilian trailer for this, Alex, is finally getting around to it. So we have those three. We have Electro, Sandman, and um blooming blooming lizard it's getting kicked in the air by somebody imagine like a like a magical imaginative thing right, um okay. a, a huge speculation is that is they've cgi'd out one of the i mean huge speculation they've they, they've definitely just cg'd out one of the spider-man it's a, it was a right. mistake what a world we live in where these things just get absolutely analyzed to death within, yeah, but, within 12 hours do you know what's amazing to me though why why on earth would you CGI out something and just leave blank space? Yeah. Why would why would you take out something that's obviously there? Yeah, and just leave it with blank space and not replace it with anything. Yeah, yeah, like a fl- because, uh, like a chair. Because <laughs> Spider Man's thrown a few goes, chairs. Oh, they've, they've 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 fucked up here because they've taken out this thing. And I'm like, yeah, but that means they've they they have noticed that frame. They've decided to take something out. Or it's just been misinterpreted. I think it's just. I think it's just laziness. I think it's sheer laziness from wow. uh, from from someone. No, but but there is. There's a lot of things that are missing. Like I think in one of the other ones, there's like an arm of someone, another Spider Man in it. There's like, you can see Tom Holland, and you can see like a discombobulated Spider Man arm, and yep. it's 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 quite clearly been taken out. Hey, like it's, it's very clear the other two are going to be in this. Why would they show some of the villains and not the others? Let's talk about the villains very quickly, Alex. So we have five, I believe, on screen now, or we've got five that are going to be hinted at. So obviously yep. with the Goblin Doc. Cock, uh, and then Electro Sandman Lizard, so that's the Sinister 5, but it's known as Sinister 6. Now, yeah. there is a plethora of other options, and I'm going to say for number 6, who do you want? So we've obviously got Vulture that's in this universe. Um, we have the Scorpion, we've seen in a few of these movies that could be there. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be the Shocker, so I'm not even going to say the Shocker because we've got Electro, yeah. but, I'm, but I am going to say um, um, uh, Venom. Right. And then I'm also going to say Morbius. And then for the golden number five, it could be um, a, a version of uh, Mysterio. So that's your options there. Is it going to be Vulture, Scorpion, Mysterio, Venom, or Morbius? Who is number six? Because they've all been in the Sinister Six, remember? Yeah. There's got to be a hidden villain here. You said Rhino? Oh, shit on it. I've not said Rhino. There's 11 of them now. <laughs> what a back catalogue, eh? It's almost as good. It's almost a rogue gallery. It's almost as good as Batman's, eh? Almost, but not quite. Not quite. Almost, but not quite. But mm, I think out of that whole bunch, I would probably go with Mysterio. The one I think it's most likely to be is Venom. Yeah, me too. Just because we saw him in the, his own post credit sequence get yanked into another reality, yeah, yeah, which yeah, would... Yeah. You know, which would suggest that he's going to turn up at some point. But I, I, I really would like Spider-Man and Venom to go head to head in a much 
less in a much what, less yeah, busy movie. I don't way. want it to be throwaway. Do you know I'm what not, I mean? I'm not sure if Venom's always been in the Sinister Six, but I do know that Mysterio always has been. Um, yeah, Mysterio would be cool. I mean, the other theory is that Bruce Campbell might reprise his role. Now, if you remember from the original Sam Raimi universe, I think there's been a lot of talk that Bruce Campbell will play Mysterio in Doctor Strange 2. Okay. Um, so the theory from the doc- from the Sam Raimi films is Bruce Campbell is in all three of those films. And the... the um, there was supposed to be a, a Raimi Spider-Man 4 in which would have Mysterio in it and the character that Bruce Campbell plays in each of those first movies would be a continuous version of Qu- um, Quentin Beck. And right, so that okay. was supposed to be the storyline. Now, it stands to reason that because Sam Raimi's doing the next Doctor Strange, I think a lot of people have rumoured that actually Mysterio is going to be in that, but it's not going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. It will be um, Bruce Campbell that's playing uh, him. That'd be a shame if it wasn't Jake Gyllenhaal because I really, really liked him. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, um, and yeah, Paul Giamatti. Um, I definitely don't think we're gonna see him again in this. I think that's pretty safe to say. Or maybe he'll be there in some sort of comedy sequence. I mean, there's I almost yeah, there's almost like a kind of post credit sequence we could see where all the Sinister Six are behind bars or something like this, and you've got something him in like there. That, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can yeah. almost see all that. Um, yes, I agree with the Tom Hardy thing. It could be. Con- over congested what about a hint towards morbius i think that's almost certain i think there's almost going to be some sort of morbius style hint in this movie well definitely a hint i don't think he'll be in it because it's well it's coming out before the morbius movie yeah yeah isn't it so yeah. they're not gonna want to go full full morbius until his actual movie so i'd be very very surprised if he had anything more than a you know just a, a little, a tiny little scene in this. Fair. If anything, if anything, I'd be surprised I mean, if he was in it at all. Yeah, that's honest. yeah, that's fair. I mean, like Sandman isn't always in there. I mean, I would always almost put Mysterio and uh, Vulture are the almost the more original Sinister Six. Yeah. Um. So maybe we could get some more more Vulture as well. Kingpin would be cool. Kingpin would be cool. Well, I I think it's almost certain that we're going to get some sort of Carly Charlie Cox cameo as well in this. Um, yeah and then so, if it's if it's charlie cox then a, a vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio mm, um, yeah definitely ap- appearance as the kingpin i think would be amazing because i loved his his performance in daredevil yeah yeah he um, was so good did you not have a theory about dr strange yes i did there's a theory that dr strange is like this other cosmic character i'm gonna see if i can find i'm gonna see if i can find out okay we'll have a look i mean i I don't think it's beyond the will of man because another theory that i've seen around is that well basically there's something going on with dr strange i think is the is the uh, the assumption with a lot of this now just on the recent what ifs we did get an evil dr strange i've seen around the internet that there is there is potential that what if this is the evil dr strange what if that what if story is bled through um the other thing to note with the what if sequence is at the end of this trailer we see what uh Doctor Strange standing on the top of the new Empire State Building, which does have the Captain America shield. And he's saying, I can't hold them, they're coming through. Now, I don't know who is coming through, but I'm pretty sure that's either going to be the villains or that's going to be the other Spider-Men or Mm -hmm. maybe other people in general. I I don't know if you found... um... I don't know if you found that. There's there's many articles, but I'm just looking for the name of this one character. Right, it's not Mysterio, just... Mephisto. Mephisto. Oh, uh, ah, now Mephisto's like um, Satan in, in, in Spider-Man. So there's a really famous... Yeah, th- so, so I know what you're referencing. Uh, there, is a yeah. very, there is a very famous Spider-Man comic where um, Peter Parker makes a deal with the devil. 
mm-hmm. the deal with the devil. I'm, I don't know if you're reading this, but I'm trying to think which, which series. I think it's Ultimate Spider-Man, where he makes a deal with the devil for um, everyone to forget that he is Peter Parker. Um, it gets quite weird, that one. I believe Peter Parker actually dies at the end of that one. That's literally um, the trailer. Yeah. That's literally yeah. what what's that's literally the movie that's yeah. being set yeah. up. Yeah, it's that's why read... everyone thinks it is. Yeah. But I, but um so there is that one. Uh yeah, I totally see how that could be Mephisto. Um Yeah. Get really interesting. It's very, very soon it's uh, around the corner. It's, it's December, isn't it? It so is December December seventeenth is when all it's right. like, so yeah. like three weeks away. That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's cool. I like that. Um you're gonna have to go and see it on your own because I will not be in the country. Ah, but you'll see it in another country. Well, I will see yes. another country, and then we're going to have to deal with the, my fan on my computer. God, yeah. I don't know how we're going to get around this, mate. We're going to have to buy. A, I'm going to have to buy a travel mic. Surely I can get a travel microphone for. Or oh I'll yeah, with this one. relatively inexpensive. Although I don't cool. know what what what, what you guys sort of, is relatively sort of inexpensive. Qu- sort of quality. I just take this thing. Surely I can take this thing with me. Take it out the stand and just hold it. Hold just like hold a stand-up it. comedian. Thank you very much for coming tonight. I'm American yeah. in that scenario there. Um, Alex, what do they have to do? Uh, have we missed everything? Have we got everything? No, I think that's a fairly good chunk of news there. Very good. Well, what do they have to do now? Well, now they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating. If you please, you can also leave a review on there if you want to write one. If you don't fancy writing a review, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to see, read, and hear all of it. Uh, you can find us on loads of other podcasting platforms where you like to listen to your podcasts, including Spotify, the Acast app, Amazon, Google, a bunch of all, all these other places. Mm. And if you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well. Motionspod at gmail.com. Um, we're also on the gram. And thank you very much to KTC Graphics Design for the wonderful artwork that you're probably looking at right now. Isn't it awfully wonderful? And I yes. believe there's a little uh, treat, Alex, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. If you go onto our Etsy store, which we we'll link in the episode description, uh, you could get one of her uh, prints of famous movies. They're, most of them are musicals, but there's some mm-hmm. other stuff there. But mm-hmm. they've got quotes and things. They look rather lovely on any wall. Mm-hmm. And if you were to pick one up as a listener of the podcast, you get twenty percent discount if you enter the code MotionsPod twenty at checkout. Mm. Well, thank you very much for listening. Next week, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Bye now. All right, guys. Ta-ta.